Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. South Shaolin. The classified elements. We here now. To all you fruit loop. Color candy, white, peanut butter and jelly, coon ass niggas, you best to duck and rough a cover. Yeah, 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 yo, into the temple gates, cross the fiery lakes, for witness to torture souls, and plant upon burning stakes, that's in the terror bombs, raising hell to reach heaven gates, fire bombing cathedrals when I switch my car to stay, regard to animal, from animal back to God, the thorn strews like WG for rod to raise a nation, that's indispensable, indivisible, basal principle, relate to digital, outputs to outlooks, temperatures rise in, as the sun of righteousness, your spiritual guidance, in the lion's den, the phoenix of rise in, spitting balls for wars, to the belt of Orion, with the eye to hootie, these faggot devils can't fool me, the phallus gave porn and digesting the pig's booty, the sin is the wickedness, lost in the wilderness, we're never at here. To just go ahead and slit your wrist The black card exists What devils try to exit Leaving their planet crisis Until destroyed by ISIS And I pit of demons I'm into chemic dreaming Converting satanic cords With the beta semen Sword swinging Decapitator Purple addicted Crystal warm mystic Keep it glowing drinks When I'm lifted I'm Melchizedek Moving through 50 states Early transplogists With the gods I relate Mental alchemists Watch love conquer hate I emanate golden rays Above my head had to figure eight. I'm El Chesedick, moving through 50 states. Hermy Tresmagist, with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden razor, above my head's a figure eight. In a devil's head, severed on a dinner plate. Before the throne of God, all devils will meet the fate. Below the mason dicks, arises the future great. Imperial, ferial, sound the trumpets through the stereo. Murders with mics, that's why I scratch off the cereal. We first creation, send you back to some minerals. South Shaolin, double MC is the abbot. More rich be the nation. Black men's land, we gotta have it. Restore the throne. I'd rather kick the savage When disaster strikes, actual facts he can't manage A fool's on deck, sink ships like Titanic Spread a fear across the land, causing a justified panic Amongst the brain-dead zombies, grabbing the spits of bandits While these wicked overseas collect residuals in their hammock Corporate folks forever remain rancid Poisoning to the mind, inflicting subconscious damage I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states Hermie transmitters, what the gods I relate Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate I am in a golden rays above my head to figure eight I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states Hermie transmitters, what the gods I relate Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate I am in a golden rays above my head to figure eight 
return of the ancient one, the Moorish Naga, the Dragon Rider, or breathe on fire, generator, operator, destroyer, a self-lord and master, instructor, a Kama Sutra, practice the Tantra, a Kriya Yoga, a Kutalini, the Resurrector, Shishuna, the Eater, Bengala, awaken the seven chakra to come to Avatar, Muhammad the Conqueror, put the sword to your juggler, send it to the ether, the water, air, fire, bender, the earth ruler, I should in the new era. In the saga, I spirit terror, every sound of horror, reflection crack mirrors, minds made feeble, dreams crumble, the curse tremble, thieves in the temple, raise the mental, beyond the four devils, you whack motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, all you goddamn cool niggas out there, you know what I'm saying, yo son put that fucking rope around them goddamn throats, you know what I'm saying, cause you didn't, you didn't all this goddamn hip hop, that's why hip hop dead motherfuckers. Yeah, that's to all the cool niggas out there. All right, <laughs> we back once again. We in the building, y'all. Y'all know what's going on. We getting ready to get it in. It's the State of the Union from a metaphysical perspective. And we got the God, Sifu, Master, Elohim. All right, Qigong practitioner, Tai Chi practitioner, Shaolin Kung Fu Master. And he's coming in the building. All right, we getting ready to bring it to you. Hard and heavy. I mean, hard and heavy for real. All right? So, just sit back and relax and listen to the knowledge that the God is going to be spitting. All right? So, um, just give us a, you know, a little second or two. You know how we do. We got to get everything right for you. <laughs> All right? <laughs> As y'all see, I'm in a, I'm in a, uh, a rhyming mode. All right? So, Yo, uh, yeah, that was our song, all right? That was um, me and the God, um, um, Dub MC, uh, Double MC, as he's called. I'm saying Michael Wortham, um, producer of that track, as well as also um, the one who was on the track. That's me on the last uh, portion of it. Um, peace, Goddess, Akasha, peace to everyone in the room. Peace, y'all. Appreciate y'all coming in, checking the God out. And like I said, we will be having on Sifu Elohi. He will be in the building. We just went for him to Peace, God. come on in. Peace, peace. Um, everyone can hear me. Yeah. True. Well, right now I am attempting to get on YouTube Live. It doesn't seem to be wanting to access that application. So, uh, that's, that's okay, God. When you um when you come, we'll show you. Okay, when you come through, right. and we'll probably do um, another one. Which okay. yeah, yeah, we gonna we gonna get you right. or something together. On Indeed. The next one. So I guess I guess I mean if it's straight with y'all, I I won't go in on the live aspect. I just I just go ahead and. and uh, Kick it from here, right here, where we yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We excited. You talking about you done, you done yeah, found yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. You done put all these pieces together. We excited, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick that, kick that, kick that knowledge, baby, Paul. <laughs> true indeed. True indeed. <laughs> so, uh, if everyone can hear me and everything straight with, with at least with the uh, audio, um, you know, I just got to go from there. As far as the, the visuals is concerned, uh, you know, what they say, perfect plan for best performance. You can plan the plan, but you can't predict the outcome. So, uh, you know, we're going to do it as it is and just keep it moving. I see. Word, word. You know what I'm saying? 
Peace, fam. Peace, All right. peace. All right. Stay ready for you, Ock, whenever you ready to get in. Peace and bliss. All right, that's what it is. Um, I'm going to start it off. First of all, I, I would say I ain't watch the Tashik. Hey, I say I ain't watch Tashik. All right. And for those that don't know, that is that is the greeting. Those who came before and those who will come after. Um, matter of fact, I'm just gonna run through the whole salute. Doctor, you call the salute. I know. Um, I will be honest to myself and others at all times. Mm-hmm. I will seek humility and all thoughts, words, and deeds. I will honor those that have come before me and those that will come after. I will be patient and put right. the needs of others before my own. And I would seek sincerity, but my only fear would be the lack of sincerity. Indeed. He I almost agree with all of that, almost. (laughs) I'm not putting um, people's needs in front of mine no more, though. I used to. But everything else was on point, y'all. That's what it is. You got four out of five. Yeah, I got four out of five. You got an A plus. You still got an A. Yeah. Never. I still got an A. Maybe a B plus. No, I got an A. Peace, y'all. Go ahead, I'm sorry. All right, yeah. Everybody say they can hear you. Why? Okay, cool. Good, good. I'm going to start it off with first of all, I I say this a lot. It's one of my common expressions. I guess say. is hearing is believing, seeing is knowing, experiencing is becoming, and experiencing is being. You know, um, I, I broke it down a few times before, you know, we can hear all types of stuff. And But the old saying is, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. So basically, you know, um, mm-hmm. most things that we hear, if it's not accessed properly and formulated through our experience by application, it can be just uh, here. So, uh, and seeing is knowing. So when we see something, we know it to be true from our physical observation with the two eyes, that's physical um, representation. But then when we experience it and we start becoming, we can apply what it could be the metaphysical application of the, the mind's eye, applying the information that we have heard and seen through our actual experience ourselves. You know, say, say for instance, if someone told me I, they won, someone told me they won the lottery, Versus me actually winning the lottery or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. So the experience is becoming the one who actually had the ticket or whatever and won the lottery. Versus I'm hearing about somebody winning this, this lottery and whatnot. So experiencing is being that that is actual. That's the actual. That's being. It's like a, a second nature, a reflex, a part of a part of us innate, and it's just it's inherent. You know, what I'm saying within us, it is always reflective or almost like a reflex that will never go away. It's always going to be there. Alright, so the State of the Union being the title that I've, uh, I've, I've placed upon this is due to, I guess because tonight, you know, it's the State of the Union address. I didn't know until I, what I was going to speak on the sister asked me, what you put your topic? I just brainstormed for a few seconds. I was like, dang. I don't really have nothing like that brand new to talk about, but I floated by the TV screen in my mom's little living room with my mom. Uh, 
early that day, I recalled that it was going to be a, a State of the Union address for some um, other matters that's going on. So I was like, okay, State of the Union, that's a good title. Physically, that's what's taking place tonight, or as far as uh, Trump doing some State of the Union. Metaphysically, what's taking off and what's going on tonight is going to break down what the State of the Union is from an intuitive, intellectual, and higher intelligence point of view. Get it started. I'm just going to start out with the word state of the union. All right, so we got a state, state, meaning circumstances, position in society, temporary attributes of a person or thing, conditions of uh, a being. So, for instance, uh, you, at the end of the word, you have uh, the word is uh, uh, attention, like we, I say attention. But attention is the state of someone being in uh, an alert state. So shin or P-I-O-N means the state of, but basically the condition of or the state of something. You know what I'm saying? So the condition of position, plate, the way of standing, a posture. It also, is, um, it also means from, from a mental point of view, mind state or the emotional state or the emotional condition. So it could be using that type of structure as well. So the mind state, the emotional state. So this is the state. This position or the condition of. Alright, so it started out as a as a being in political organization of a country back in the thirteen hundreds. So we're going to utilize it as far as physically we're going to utilize state as meaning a condition. Then we have union, act of joining one thing to another. Also, it, it means, it, this etymology, it also means agreement or, or the accord, or this is also definitive of it. Um, it means the state of matrimony or marriage, which is where we get to merge uh, from the word, will actually merge is how we derive the word marriage. So when two things are formed together or posed together, they merge, right. so that's union. So the condition of, of merging, the condition of, of yoking as well, as we as we look at it in the sense of yoga, or fusing something together, because yoga means to yoke, also semi-twai, semi-semi, the S-M-A-I of the word semi-twai, semi, meaning to unite. So we have a unification. Um, in old Latin, we have the word unis, which also means a single pearl or onion. So if you look at the word onion and you look at the word union, they are very phonetically close as well as um, by, by um, sight. You see that onion and union all the same word. But in old Latin, the word unis also onion have. It has many layers. So you can peel one layer, then it has another layer, then you peel another, then you have another. So the aspect of putting something back together, it will be a puzzle such as an onion that you have to go to each layer to pretty much capitalize on the truth of what it is in the center, which will be that deep metaphysical side of the physical layers of the onion or that unification, that union. So state of the union would be the condition of unification or basically the condition of joining one thing to another, or merging one thing to another. 
in our ancient world, even to this day, in mystery systems, they call this action or this uh, scenario Helios Gamos. We make sacred marriage in Latin. So this sacred marriage or Heliogami refers to the merging of a god and goddess in their earthly earthly representative pair. I can't even say the word representative, meaning like a high priest or high priest. Right, right, right. He got you, he got you. So when those two aspects, um, they have a symbolic meaning related to fertility. Generally, it's uh, in springtime. So February being the time of the year that we are in, it's the last month of winter going into March, which will be next month, which goes into spring. So I don't know what you're talking about. It was 75 degrees today. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It was 75 degrees today, bro. Word, exactly. Spring right. already it started. It also relates to that. So, <laughs> being Tuesday, the day of the fifth, well, I'm going to well, the fifth day of February, Tuesday relates to Mars. Mm-hmm. Mars is our energy, or mm-hmm. our energy as well, no or Haru, light. So when we we're dealing with this day, it's, and it coincides with um, also the from the the second of February. I'm, I'm going ahead of myself, but the second of February was Candlemas, also represented with Candlemas, which is a which is a holiday or solstice aspect of uh, some of the, the transitionary times within the the, uh, the um, astrology as well as how we play to inside of the spectrum of our reality. And it's, it's ritualistic. Some of it is knowing, some of it is not. But in this, this aspect, um, candle mass is uh, a piece of candles, or festival of candles, you know what I'm saying? So they light all these candles up and all this and celebrate, um, which is a Christian holiday, basically. They will celebrate marriage purification. Purification is the same word as February. Is where we get the word February from. Right. Uh, it's purification. So in the purification right uh, of February, we look at the word the word union. So we go back to union, and the first letters of that word is UN. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that equals, as far as the geometry, that's three and five is eight. But when you add all up together, you have eight. And, and what we're doing with geometry, so every letter has a weight. Mathematical expression. You know so U twenty one three N fourteen five I's nine zero L is um uh, fourteen five and actually fifteen six N fourteen five. So O N is two two plus nine is that's two because eleven is two and two plus eight is one. But you have twenty eight union. And in this month of February, how many days are there? Twenty eight. So that goes back to you know what I'm saying? So that's the unification of Hodge fourteen fourteen being split on uh, on what we would call the fourteen pieces of physical representation of Osiris and the fourteen pieces of the metaphysical representation, the unseen immaterial side of Osiris. So when the connection of that lower and high state takes place, that's that state of the union. Now, I, I mean, I got a few things to go into, so I'm, I'm just starting to break it into the, the ice right now. But So the Herio Gamios is that sacred marriage. That's the Simitwai. Uh, that's the unification of both realms. And it, it, like I was saying, traditionally, it was performed 
in agricultural agricultural society to bring about fertility and and um, you know help with the oncoming um, march or whatever where we would actually have fruition from the things that we were planning the seeds that we were planning back in November or it throughout that that throughout that transition from autumn into into you know where the, the first is still the solstice into the um, spring equinox or when the night and you know, Night days. So, now to speak on what's going on tonight it, inside of this um, physical aspect of yeah. State of the Union, what's taking place is that Donald Trump is um, going to be addressing America, and then after that, this uh, lady, this the guy, this um, Stacy. Uh, Stacey Abrams is going to be addressing America with the rebuttal. So the breakdown on these names, okay, let's look at Donald Trump. You know, Donald, he's the 45th president of the, you know, so-called United States. You know what I mean? This physical side, you know what I'm saying? So let's look at it, what his name means, you know what I'm saying? So Donald. I ain't no political person. This is all notes that I just got together the last three days, you know, just putting things together. And then I'm like, whoa, what the heck? But anyway, Donald, um, Scottish Donald, D O F N A L D, from Gaelic Domnell, or Domnell, not but D O M H N A L L. Right. Yeah, thanks, you know, pronounced Dobnell. So Dobnell is is from. means world. Valos means ruler. You know what I'm saying? It is from the Proto-Indo-European root wall to be strong. Alright, so that's ruler of the world. Donald. Donald means ruler of the world. But let's look at his last name, Trump. Trump means it is, it's, it's also a, a playing card suit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the alteration of trial. So Trump, Trump is a card ruler. You know, playing trumps, you know what I'm saying? But it also means um, deceive or cheat. To deceive or cheat, right? So you have the word right. Trump meaning to deceive, and then you have Donald meaning the ruler of the world. So the the thief, the ruler of the world that deceives, who do we know as the deceiver in, in one of our religious texts? Deceiver of the world. The devil. Satan, right? As far as like in biblical biblical terms of religion, as in the religion avenue, most people in Revelations they see that the, it says the deceiver of the world is Satan or whatever, right? The devil. Is the devil? All right, but, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I, mean, I got to put, put the North Carolina on it. But this this word. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, not uh, not Trump, but the word Daoud from Donald also means deep hollow or bottom. So it's also talking about the earth or uh, the deep hollow space within earth, the hollow earth, you know what I'm saying? But basically when we look into the Kabbalistic or, or the tree of life also that, uh, that is related to um, the, well, the patum natir, which means the cake of the divine or the ingredients of the divine. Patum natir is metanetter, tree of life. Metanetter expresses it as give or 
you know, a serious will, but here, it's not proof, which means that, you know, the found, has a foundation. Has a foundation of the material world. So, the earth in, in the Mesa Desert, so this Donald is the so-called ruler, the deceiving ruler of the earth, you know what I'm saying, in that aspect. I mean, the you know what I'm saying, it looks like the deceiver of the world in that aspect. Really looking at things right now, as far as uh, the media is concerned, media against, you know, European, European devils in America, how some of the things that are taking place is uh, it's just playing out games and stuff like that. Ain't no truth. I don't really know the whole commandment stuff, but I know these dates, and I know we're going to get to some significant dates, if you will, in a few minutes. But if we're looking at, like, you know, this dude is really the president, and in that sense, physically, externally, then we have lost touch of our sovereignty or whatever. And I know it's more as we know better, so, you know, that's why I ain't going to put too much emphasis on that. But so the name Donald Trump means to deceive this group. So, you know, if it walk like a duck, it must be a dog. You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to have a little fun. I'm trying to say, it's going to be interesting because when I started breaking it up and down and inside and out, I'm like, wow, all this really correlates. But they say you open up Pandora's box, it's going to be a little something, you know, to to, uh, chew on. Ain't ain't the dog to be chewing on no bones like you talk about analytically, but information is information. So each one teach one and you know, I give thanks to the ancestors for giving me the avenue, giving us the, and also to Dr. Aline and Sister Kadura that allowed me this space and time to move this information forward a little something to help elevate and advance us a little bit a little bit more swift if you will. Alright, so the name now we go with the rebuttal. Who is also in the politics, of course, Stacey Yvonne Abrams. She is um, the first black female, melanated female, that was nominated into a major party to be governor of the United States from Georgia. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But within Georgia, you know what I'm saying? She's been the minority leader of Georgia for a minute. Um, she, her name, Stacey, um, if you look at if you look at the word, it's it's uh, related to Stasius. Um, it's an old or Eustas or Eustasius. It's a patron saint or whatever of Madrid of for hunters. You know, it was a some say he might not even be real. Some say he was a Roman general was converted by seeing a vision of a stag with a crucifix between his animals. That's a male animal gets a deer with the you know crucifix between his antlers. We know that, you know, like that's Baphomet and whatnot with uh with the coagulation and all that good. So the coagulation of energy into the manifest physical reality to solve being like the unseen energy coagula being the blood or the seen energy as it comes in the middle aspect high and low. So this this uh so called Estatius is where the name Stacy is derived from in this uh, a Roman name Latin. Estatius in the States. It means resurrection. 
that fruitful goes back into the higher, the higher, um, where the Hebrews Gamios, where one of the main issues or one of the main things to be understood was in that unification was to bring rain and fertility, which basically is life to the land. You know what I'm saying? So her middle name is Divine. You know, and I was like, Divine. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked it up, like, hold up, Divine, it means archer, basically, because the wood, you wood, is where we get to where you're buying from. You wood is what the Germans used to formulate or, or to make the ark, so where the bow and arrow, the wood from the on you tree is what they made the bow and arrow with. So this bow and arrow led me to Sagittarius. As you know, this this kind of where the symbol for Sagittarius is um, a bow and arrow. And guess what? She was born December 9th. You know, December 9th falls right in line with November 23rd, December 21st, making her a Sagittarius with her name, Yvonne, meaning archer. You know what I'm saying? As this being the attributes of a Sagittarius, she has a strong need for freedom, physical, mental, and spiritual. All right, so when we're looking at, uh, and she hates bonds, so we've been looking at that. What is bound in our physical state is our awareness of who we are truthful. You know what I'm saying? So this female or this, this goddess here who's representing, um, if you will, the father energy because now we go into a last name. Father is where uh, Abraham turned out as far as his first it was uh his name was Abraham and then he changed it to Abraham, which means our father. They have Bob and Ra or Ram. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We have Ram, which right. means high and exalted. Right. A ram, a ram is a symbol of a Ra. You know what I'm saying? Ra is the symbol of the unseen life, meaning like Amin Ra. Amin Ra meaning the hidden light or the hidden sun or the hidden energy. So the unseen light that formulates again into the seen light of Haru. You know what I'm saying? The physical manifestation of the Father, the unseen Father. So in this respect, she could be... Um, representing the fatherly aspect through the monthly vessel, you know what I'm saying? But not the patriarchal aspect. Yet still, just by the name, Abram is representing the high father of the high exalted. You know what I'm saying? And to go back into the, not the masculinity aspect, but the feminine side of it in the matriarch, she is a woman who is melanated, so that, therefore, we're looking at the black womb of creation, so that that melanin that is within her is going to, is going to bring about another exchange of energy that is going to be assisting assisting in the the alchemical expression of the state of union of the state of the union and whatnot. So we have Stacy Stacy Avon Avon, meaning again Stacy well power word spacious is represented here meaning fruitful or resurrection so the resurrection of of the high and exalted you know what I'm saying Stacy Abram the resurrection of the high and exalted by usage of this um this bow and arrow 
remember, Eustatius or Eustace is the patron of hunters. Back then, anyway, used bow and arrows and spears and as, as, as other like. Wait, so you know, this bow and arrows represented of Sagittarius. Sagittarius energy is one who is strong need of freedom, physical, mental, and spiritual. And again, what month are we in? We are in what they call the Black History Month or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's called. I don't see why we just got one month to celebrate Black History in America. That's the time where it's designate designate something like that to, to, our, to our, our walk and our journey. But anyway, well, it, it, it don't matter. You ain't black anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, every month is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Melanated month. You know? All right, there we go. All day. This month designates that anyway within that spectrum of thought, but basically we go back to that 28. So that could also re- represent the masculine and feminine aspects of, of one being or the own, of the, you know, the higher and lower aspects. So that connection, that unification is also uh, entails into the state of the union. Uh, so yes. these are a few things. But that, that, that I'm looking at within this that correlates to uh, that correlates too to the the 28 days of the moon, its cycles, you know, uh, waning to waxing, as well as also correlates to the 28 days of the woman's menstrual cycle. It also correlates to the 14 um, body parts in which that saw was cut up to um, cut up into um, by sex. Yeah. All that is symbolic. It's symbolic, but it also it correlates to this, this change of the energy, like you said, the 28 days of the lunar cycle. You know that the city real the city real cycle is actually what we should be following. So that 28 point whatever day from like new moon to yesterday, new moon being yesterday going into the full moon of the 19th is a it's a 14 day passage to where we can access those energies and qualify the the neurons within the brain to go into uh, exactation of of uh, like a manifestation internally and externally because the neurons are going if we utilize power words and different mantras or whatnot then those power words are what we tell those neurons are going to be activated within that that whole cycle of unseen into the full moon of seen. And then the process, because what is external is internal, you know, as above, so below, as within, without. And based on the study and practice of cosmology, cosmogony, astrology, um, astrophysics, astronomy, ge- geometry, anthropology, animal behavior, all these different things, biology and biology, and then cross-referencing it with the ancestors or ancestral information by way of breath or intelligence, those aspects that we breathe in, and then having the knowledge or the awareness of those different sciences on the physical plane, it, it would then, like I said, qualify the exactation of that manifestation to take place from inside and then also bring forth physical manifestation on the external through that 14 and 14. That split is, is, is like is there to let us know that there is a, a medium, a happy medium, if you will, you know what I'm saying, between those exchanges of energy when is utilized properly. And that's what the state of the union and what we address tonight in, in the metaphysical uh, arena of, of a thought. 
with uh, with these dates though. Now this is gonna be crazy right here. If we, if any questions, comments, or concerns, let me know because these dates, like I said, it is why I'm about to wild out a little bit. So we had we had the Super Bowl that just popped off on the third, right? Right. The uh, February third. So February third. That's two and three. February third. All right. We had the so that's the third, right? Okay. So now today is the so-called uh, day of the presidential State of the Union address. That's the fifth. Right. So that's three and five, right? All right. So and then we go. What else take, is taking place, or what in the past from the twenty-second all the way to January twenty-fifth? They had what we call government shutdown. Thirty-five days, right? Thirty-five days. So that's three and five again. I'm like, damn, that's another thirty-five. So mm-hmm. I'm like, right then, I'm like, it must be another thirty-five within this. If I, if I see anyway, so where the other thirty-five that we got this, this uh, football game on the third, State of the Union on the fifth, and then thirty-five days between the the uh, what you call it. Between the um the, the government shutdown, so-called government shutdown, so I'm like, where is this other one at? Oh, the Super Bowl 53. That's the other 35. So you got, you know, like I say, when it comes to three, you already know. So I'm like, all right. So we got 35 on the days between the beginning of the government shutdown. Got 35 on the three and five. We connect those two and fuse them together of the 3rd of, of uh, February and the 5th of February. Then we got the 3 and 5 of uh, 53 being the Super Bowl 53. And what does this all mean? Well, we added up, we got 8, right? right. 8 being the number of, of Jesus Christ, if you will, inside, inside of some schools of thought. But basically, we had to do Tom Brady. Tom or Thomas means Quinn. And you know his number is 12. So, you know, they're trying to uplift the Patriots, which would be representative of New England Patriots would be representative of the physical manifestation of Karu, you know what I'm saying, the, the man or whatnot, against the Los Angeles Ram. Ram, again, a ram, you know what I'm saying, is the symbol of Ra, one of the symbols of Ra, the unseen, the unseen metaphysical reality. So when the defeat... Or this ritual took place on the third. What was going on is, uh, a, I think something was somebody said uh, it's a dynasty that he, the dude, is a part of. But it's all a game, you know. what I'm saying last year it was the Atlanta Falcons, you know. What I'm saying that won the Super Bowl. Where was the Super Bowl at this year? In Atlanta, at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know. what I'm saying so. It's a, it's a game they playing. It's all about money. This, this stadium was like sixteen billion dollars. And they talking about they need a certain amount of money to build a wall, lock out, you know, indigenous people from coming over the border. And they build stadiums all over America. There's billions and billions of dollars apiece all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a game of, of different things, different actions and reactions that they are trying to take within these rituals. So on that day, we go back to eight. What does eight relate to? You know, again, we have... Uh, you look at 28, you know what I'm saying? So that's two and eight. 
life go from Tahuti or um, this high inside of the tree of life, which will be wisdom or the words of wisdom. Tahuti basically means to weigh both sides or the weighing of both sides. T meaning dual and Tahu meaning weighing. So to weigh both sides. But when you um, this metamorphosize or the step down into eight, like eight, eight is going into the subject mode or the verbalization of expression where spiritual application of Tahuvi stepping down the information of Ra or Asir from one, Asir, Asir being the one, and two being the wisdom of words, obeying the words of, of uh, duality from the intelligence, the unknown, and then bring it into light by way of the, all those other trickleizations of the onion as you peel those onion peels uh, away. See, that right there is the, is what I've, I've seen inside of that um, physical aspect as well as the metaphysical when we're looking at those, those things in three and five. But then I was also looking at Mardi Gras being March 5th, so that's another three five. So March 5th is Fat Tuesday coming into next year, well, next month. Right. Going, going into the spring, you know what I'm saying? But then I, I got a little political, and I'm like, because this is what it's all related to. As I said before, hearing is believing, seeing is knowing. Experiencing is becoming, and experiencing is being. So when we see the three and five, it's got me thinking about three-fifths of a person. I'm like, mm. three and five, compromise. I'm like, that's, a, that's, that's some po- old political shit right there. And one of the things that uh, Abrams is preaching for is voting right, well, to keep the votes fair, you know what I'm saying? Basically, you know, and amongst other things that I've, I've researched on. But basically, the, you know, the um, three-fifths of a person or three-fifths compromise is when they, back in the day, it was like 1860, the government, well, actually it was 1787 when it was uh, put into action. But it, it states, represented, this is what it actually states, the three-fifths compromise is found in Article 1, Section 2, Clause 3 of the United States Congress. Benefits and direct taxes shall be apportioned among the several states which may be included within this union. According to their respective numbers, which shall be determined by the number of free persons, including those bound to service for a term of years, excluding Indians, not taxed, or Native Americans, not taxed. Right. Three fifths of all other persons. Right. So, this three fifths is related to, you're saying, out of five so called slaves, only three of them will be counted, you know what I'm saying, as far as with the, um, with elections and, and representation of those individuals, you know what I'm saying? So it would heighten or give a better chance to the southern states who own the slaves to have more seats in legislation, you know, as far as the House of Representatives and Congress is concerned, as well as if it was a southern um, slave owner that was running for president at that time, you know what I'm saying? So it gave them a, an advantage by um, allowing the slaves or so-called slaves to be included. That's physical. When I look at three-fifths of a person, I look and hear that what's taking place, you got five senses. You know what I'm saying? Sight, hearing, touch, smelling, and smell. If you take away sight and you take away hearing, then the person is left deaf 
pretty much done. You know what I'm saying? What's going on outside? The old man safe from these streets that we didn't cook. They walk around, yeah, look, head down, right? Well, that's, that's why I might not quote you, but you know what I'm saying, verbatim like the power public. When, when, when I hear that, I'm like, because there is a war going on. So if there's a war going on with any type of conflict, and the eyes and the ears are not able to really see the reality for what it is, then how are we going to hear or see a bomb if it's coming? How are we going to hear or see the enemy to defeat it, defeat the enemy? So this war that's taking place is a, is a physical, spiritual war that is psychological, and it is implemented by way of different enhancements in technology, different enhancements in uh, genetic alteration, you know, different enhancements in uh, the way we are educated, so-called educated, which is basically indoctrinated, also systematically through the medical system, you know. So all the things that we are, are infusing into our state of being and our awareness now is mostly deception. So we go back to that Donald Trump thing, you know, saying the, the ruler of, or the deceiving ruler of the world, the deceiver of the world. And that is the material aspect of what his energy is, is compounded into this reality now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So cleaning it up, we need to have our minds open or our eyes open because they're trying to blind us by the, by the different, different uh, material like Peru being light, but when the light is overbearing, it's blinded. And when we are looking, we you know, blinded, we get blinded by the light when we're not seeing. So we also can be deafened by the vibration when we're hearing and we're not really listening. You know, so little children run around like, look at me, look at me. But as we get older, we won't we don't really want people to look at us. We want to when we're looking at something, we're not really looking at the whole picture. We're just looking. Like, if I, I, I say, my, one of the expressions is, you put your hand to your face and you look at it, you put it real close to your face, you can only, you can all the five things. But when you move it away from your face, you can really see and view all five things. So when we're looking at something so up close and personal, it becomes up close and personal, and we get blinded by that, that light, all those material expressions of most multiplicity to 10,000 things. So when we step away from it and we take that breath and we take the initiative to observe it from a different perspective, the Hawkeye, you know what I'm saying, in relation to the Hawkeye, then we can see it from a, a, a wider uh, area and be able to localize and then focus. As they say, the, the Hawk can see up to two miles away from its prey and be able to zoom in on it with its eyes and focus on it. So we can focus on something from a, a farther uh, sense of our perception when we utilize the mind's eye. And that um, manifests the energy of, of rock, which is basically perfect creation. That when we can see things and we can... Uh, also, this is relating to the symbol of symmetry. So symmetry, the symbol we have Peru on one side and we have Set on the other side. Set has the beak of uh, a vulture, which represents moot. The moot is the mother energy. You know, where we get the word mother is from moot. 
but move is the bullshit, which represents purification. So we go back to the purity or purification, which is the process that takes place in the word in the month of February or so called ritualistic aspect, which was developed by ancient ancestors, not nothing new. You know, saying that these Romans or Greeks developed, they learned from the masters instead of the masters by ancestors, by ascending. And so this purification process, this nurturing process of new is You know what I'm saying? Luke meaning being the mother goddess or the dark mother goddess that's either a dark or a black um, vulture. All vultures are are female. All vultures, they're actually, the the eggs are actually impregnated by the wind. There is no masculine or no male energy that comes in other than the wind blowing and placing the elements for that vulture to conceive the egg or to conceive the next generation, which would be another woman, just like the mitochondria. Mitochondria is only passed from one woman to the next woman. So the same aspect, the mother goddess of creation, that's why the ancients developed that symbol into um, their mystery system as the mother goddess, the representation of how all vultures right, so also, they're nurturing, so the boss will, will pierce their own arm if there's no food readily available to feed its young. You know what I'm saying? It'll go without and almost die to allow the young to survive and continue. You know what I'm saying? So that, that symbolizes it, as well as it also has donkey ears. Donkey ears represent hearing, of course. So in this hearing or this listening to everything, one comprehends and learns everything. So the ears of the donkey symbolizes the listening aspect. The seeing aspect is the symbol of Karu, where we have Karu being the hawk head, and it's also representative of Ra, the purpose of the creation, by way of the blood being the spirit, you know what I'm saying, or the connectivity to the spirit by way of breath. So why the unseen goes into the blood and formulates or coagulates again into the physical manifestation of the of the um the being, you know. I mean if you if you got any questions, let me know. So uh I don't want to just be going, 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 but it, like I said, I got a few things uh, I'm running through. So that three fifths metaphysically is tight hearing. The other three, the other, you know, three-fifths, meaning two of those aspects of our senses is cut off. Touch, smell, and feeling is still there. But how you going, how we going to smell our way through a war? You know, or, or taste our way through a war? You going to eat our, our way out? You know, <laughs> that ain't, that ain't the, you know, that we got to be able to see with the mind's eye. We have to be able to hear or listen with the heart. You know what I'm saying? Right. When those, when we connect those together, then what is going to happen basically is that unification. So, so now we go to again. It, it, it got a little crazy. I'm like looking at the numbers, and I'm like, okay, it's a lot of threes too. So 
comic book as well as also in the new adventures movie um or the you know the adventures movies you know the falcon is is melanated exactly yep yep uh over there with uh dude i, I forget his name yeah, yeah he's melanated mm-hmm. and that's a good point because that's a root you know what i'm saying right in in retrospect that is us you know what i'm saying the Indeed. true light of the intelligence or the hidden true light of the intelligence, right. the rock, the hidden light, is the the melanated man and the melanated woman. Indeed. So as, as in, the, on, the only thing that can happen is the truth. You know what I'm saying? But also, guess what other stadium or what other city is located on the 33rd parallel? Right. Los Angeles. So Los Angeles Rams and the Atlanta, Georgia, Mercedes-Benz Stadium are right there on the 33rd parallel. Right. I mean, there are numerous other activities that have taken place on this, in this area. Uh, of course, uh, we all know about uh, JFK being assassinated there. We got Roswell over there in Arizona. We got uh, uh, Dallas, Texas. Of course, there's all types of stuff besides, this, uh, besides the JFK incident. But all these areas, including Damascus and uh, with us Birmingham, you know, this Baghdad is uh, also with uh, Saddam Hussein. He built uh, his palace on the 33 degree, and 33 north. You know what I'm saying? So he had four threes right there and built his palace right there on that exact spot. You know what I'm saying? Mathematically, and I'm, I'm thinking. All these, the 33s led me to that, and I was like, wow, well, you know, they're they doing a ritual thing, you know, or whatever you want to call it. But in retrospect, what it is, is we're looking at this this thing, the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying, on TV. I didn't watch it myself. I don't one because, you know, the word got out. Of course, I didn't see the game, you know, to know the play-by-play or nothing. But just looking at the word Super Bowl, Super meaning first rate or excellent, and uh, it comes from the Latin super that means above, over, or beyond, right? So we have super meaning first rate or excellent, if you will, you know what I'm saying? But also excess, you know what I'm saying? So we have excess, and then we have ball or bowl, meaning um, a vessel, bowl, a round vessel that holds liquids or liquid food, but it comes from the old English, the old German word to blow or swell, a large drinking cup that was used figuratively as a symbol within uh, festivities or drunkenness. So Super Bowl means to me excess drunkenness, intoxication to intoxicate the 
mind by way of illusionary devices formulated through active control mechanism of a football game inside mm-hmm. of the stadium or this dome. You know what I'm saying? Super Bowl, excess drunkenness or excess delusionment by way of an illusionary reality. That's the physical okay, aspect of okay. it. You know. Right. So I'm you feel me? Yeah. All right. Um then we go into a little inside of language arts hyperbole. Hyperbole hyper is where the word super bowl could be derived from because super and hyper means the same thing. Hyper means excess. A hyperbole is an exaggeration, extravagance. It's literally a throwing beyond, from hyper beyond. So there we go back into beyond, which super also means super again, means from Latin super, above, over, or beyond. So this hyperbole is an exaggeration, a throwing beyond, hyperbole, a casting, the stroke of a mystical, you know, a boat, being. But what, what do they do in Super Bowl games or in football games? They throw footballs, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> So they throw in this football beyond, you know what I'm saying? Or basically what you know, what he's saying is a throwing beyond, meaning hyperbole, also meaning excess. So the Greek word meaning excess is a figure of speech that uses extreme exaggeration to make a point or to show emphasis on something. Like we say, We'll say we use hyperboles all day long. We'll be like, I'm tired as well, you know, I'm tired as four wheels. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> so we say things that's not really is an exaggeration. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, you know what I mean? So those that's a hyperbole. It's beyond it's going beyond what the physical reality is really. So it it, it has a, a good measure within the metaphysical aspect like in hip hop or in songwriting poem creative uh, writing and things like that, it has a good way to express one alter side, basically what, but what I mean is their higher intentions, their higher representation of what they see physically. You know, again, what we see physically is with the two eyes, what we see metaphysically is with the mind side and that relates to right brain. What we see through um, or, or how we have verbal interpretations is the left brain of logic and how those verbal expressions are formulated by by use of sound, you know what I'm saying? And then we see it by by way of the audio, you know what I mean, the visual, which is right brain. But when we utilize both of them together, I'm gonna get into that in one minute. Um it it then again goes into the state of the human. So now when we spoke on language arts, now because again I look at Super Bowl meaning excess drunkenness. You know what I'm saying? The bowl you know, so this big bowl they got right here, it has, it, it's, it's just like it's a melting pot or a melting bowl of all these different emotions. You know, people come from all over the world sitting up in this game, you know, and they, they putting these things together, you know, that in their whole life are now united under this, within this bowl, you know what I'm saying? So they spinning it around as far as this is concerned, whoever's, you know, Formulating this, these, these wizards and warlocks or whatever, formulating this, this uh, this means of, of, of transmuting the lower energies into where they can utilize it improperly, 
outside of that bowl, you know what I'm saying? So they pour it into that cup and they get drunk by using the blood and energy of all these people that join together in their unification unknowingly to participate in this ritual, even on the TV when they watch it, you know what I'm saying, every year. So as long as they got observers taking place in these rituals, then the, the ritual has fuel. Again, you know, I, I speak on it and I probably got it wrote down somewhere here. Um, it, it is the observer who is the, or the viewer who is the true bridge or the medium that gives the energy of whatever is to be manifested the power. It, it, it gives us, we are, or the observer, the, the viewer is the one that actualizes whatever the operation outside of that. So if we're watching it every year, then it's going to be another one next year because the viewer is there in that ritual on that February 3rd candle mass or you know, February 2nd or 3rd could be um, candle mass and they got the festival of candles lit so all these candles is lit these emotions is lit and they go through this every year to be able to go back to this year and put some money on it so they can pay the debt off or whatever it really is about blood and sweat it's about energy resources the most natural resource on the planet earth you know and you know how the the capitalist colonial European is they try to strip the planet Earth of all resources, but the most powerful natural resource on the planet Earth is man. You know what I'm saying? So to get man's mind captivated and transmitted on certain situations and, and predicament, it automatic is an automatic win for them. You know what I'm saying? Because now they have that resource. You know what I'm saying? We, and then we go right back to the man with our hands out wobbling, looking for a, you know. To read from their library, you know what I mean, or, or trying to get another degree or something from, from them so we can get some pennies out of their pocket. Now we're going to mathematics, geometry, so, or algebra as well, but the hyperbola. So we went from Super Bowl, excess drunkenness, to You know what I'm saying? Or an extravagant um, exaggeration to make a point or show emphasis of, of something. Then hyperbola. Hyperbola is a curve form by the intersection of a plane with a double cone. And it also, again, means a throwing behind because basically it exceeds the side of, of both of them. The hyperbole again is again you have a vertice or the intersection of two planes. So say you got uh, you have two symmetrical lines, one going north, south, and one going east west. So you can draw lines from the two sides in the 45 degree angle going towards the point where these these symmetrical lines meet north and south form a cross in the center, you draw lines 45 degree on both sides, left, right, and then left, right. One going in the ascending up the bottom and the other one descending down 
that forms a vortex or a vertex, you know what I'm saying, vortex. So you had this point or dot in between it right there, and we cookies would be on the side of a point of the sides of what we would call the um, lines of symmetry. So the vertex almost like an X, you know what I'm saying, basically. And also, if you're looking at it, it's forming, it would be going into the uh, hexagram or Mogan P Star David, which would basically be a Merkel bar, you know what I'm saying? So this Merkel bar is formulated by way of hyperbole. Uh, but this is only, I mean, in my interpretation, metaphysically, if you're looking at it, you know what I'm saying, you put those two um, representations. You see where I'm coming from, you see the vertical line of symmetry and the horizontal line of symmetry forming that cross. Then in the center, you put a dot, and then you put, you form an X within that, going into that center, that will be the hyperbole, or basically the hyperbola, again, is the curve formed by the intersection of a plane with a double cone. So the double cone is representing a mirror image of what's going on from the from the physical plane of that vertex, that that horizontal line of symmetry and that vertical line of symmetry. So how does the hyperbola work in real life? So let's go back to throwing the ball or whatever. So you as far as like Super Bowl is concerned, you know, so again, Super uh, or Bowl meaning ball because it goes back to uh, Bala or Balian, but Super meaning uh, above or beyond to throw above or beyond, you know what I'm saying? So throwing above and beyond when we relate a hyperbola to reality or in real life, so to speak. Well, well, you know, you know what Dr. Francis Cosworth say about um, the football or any types of balls in which that the European love um, his games. You know, in this regard, the ball symbolizes um, our balls. That's why the majority of the players in um, the NFL are melanated people. And then, of course, it's brown. The ball is brown, in which that symbolizes the family jewels. Uh, you know, where the sperm, you know, uh, and the semen, you know, uh, resides at, you know, until it's time to be good for, you know, in order to, uh, you know, to make that touchdown. <laughs> and it's also made of flesh of a pig. Right. But then the ball is made of a flesh of a pig in which that, of course, you know, we being the real Hebrews, you know, Israelites, you know, the so-called black Jews, you know, we're not supposed to touch the damn pig. Exactly. You know, yeah. um, you know, we're not even supposed to eat it nor touch it. So here they are having to touch this shit, you know, to catch it and then run with it with passion and for you know, and you know, across a hundred yards, you know, to make a touchdown, you know, similar to the same thing which that we see with the sperm, you know, um, you know, traveling with the um the other hundreds of millions of sperms in order to, you know, uh, to go into the woman's, you know, uh, ovary, you know, to get to the woman's ovary, uh, ovum, you know, in order to, you know, create life. Yeah. You know, so yeah, all of that correlates. Yeah. yeah. So Francis Quartz Wilson speaks about this in the ISIS papers, so definitely. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you brought that up with the ball thing, but... 
we we have to go back to our indigenous state with the ancestral information right. in the old me. Rubber over from that's new, right. Or the, Do- the Dogon brought rubber over from new. That's right. And when they they brought it, they developed. A, they already had the game system of what we call soccer or football. Right. Developed then. Right. But, but we're looking at it from that perspective. Also, I'm glad you brought it up because Atlanta, Atlanta, the word is derived from that transition from new to the Americas. Right. It wasn't called America then. The, the Dogon named it, and their name was a Micmac or Aliquot or as we developed a metronetra, basically. It was named Yutla. You know what I'm saying? And Yutla meant to vacate one land and go to another land. So when they got here, they noticed that it wasn't just, our, our ancestors noticed it wasn't just a North America, it was also a South America. Well, it wasn't just a South America, it was a North America as well. So they devised the name Yutlan. U-T-L-A-N, which is plural of Utla, to vacate, and then it meant to vacate the two. You know what I'm saying? So right. when we uh, were developing the words, it changed from Utla to Utlan to Atlan. To Atlan. That's right. To Atlanta. That's right. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. The exactly. third, third parallel. So mm-hmm. that's why in that, in that whole area, we have a lot of indigenous people because they migrated or uh, diasporaed from uh, Mesoamerica, where the Omic heads are, all those different buses, all the way up now to, you know, but this is all taking place in that grand diaspora, you know, where millions and millions and millions of us are going around the whole planet. Not right. just in the area, but that's one of the aspects, like you were just saying. So that, that game is in our subconscious, it's in our, it's a part of our DNA. Now someone else is the operator or, you know, the, the generator, operator, destroyer in place of us being the guy here. Someone else is now holding the controller and saying, I'm going to give you these, these pieces of rights right here or these pennies, and you go out there and the kill Because the, the game was called, it was a saying in, inside of, of athletics, leave it on the field. You know what I'm saying? What that was uh, in reference to the Mayans and how when they played the game of soccer or football, the losing team would get massacred. Right. They would actually leave it on the field. So, right. you know what I'm saying? They played their heart out. And then right. at the end, they lost. It was only a festival or a ritual, right? And they didn't do it every game, but it was like the Super Bowl. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or the NBA championship. Right. If they lost they leave it on the field. They would leave their whole soul on the field, and they would saturate the grain with their blood for that ritualistic purpose. Right. Wow. Um, that's also why the mines was, they vacated and went to Cambodia, and all that it took place in that whole diaspora because they was uh, disbanded from unity because of their aggressive nature. But, yeah, I'm glad you brought that because that was something I looked at, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that whole thing with the ball, it is, it is, it does represent our lower and then we're on that plane of existence of that, that vertex or that where the vertex meets that point. You know what I'm saying? That point of exactation is uh, also represented of, as um, the black hole. You know what I'm saying? So that black hole or that vortex is where all of our, our whole life comes into and then leads out, like you said, that sperm fighting for, you know, a race and all those, what is it, seven, seven million Seven hundred seventy-seven thousand, whatever you know, what I'm saying this is what they say in science. But how many sperm 
Right, seven hundred and seventy seven million, seven hundred and seventy seven thousand, seven hundred and seventy seven cells, right. That's and right. it only yeah. takes one. Yeah. You know, floating in there. So that's a lot of life going on. And then get to that vortex and, and that one pop out of that black womb of creation and then come into this physical arena as as the light bear or that the haru. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's a beautiful scenario to be able to be so you know, on that other end to see that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, oh, okay, so the hyperbole in real life is like when you throw a ball into the air, the ball leaves our hands, and then it reaches a certain height in the sky, and then it falls back to the ground. So the path that the ball takes as we throw it straight up, and then as we see the arc as it turns and comes back, if, the, if this path was visible, we could see it and then hold a mirror down and look at it, then the path or that reflection would create a thing going from where we are, looking at it, seeing it in the sky, as it arches back down, and we see, we put a mirror right there as it comes back down, we would have a hyperbola seeing the arc from the up and the arc from the base under it. So this is a reflection of what the path is going, it's basically saying, as above, so below. You know what I'm saying? That's how I looked at it. Right. So if we, you know what I'm saying, if we had that art, which is an important part of, you know, geometry and different uh, sacred geometry as well, when that arc is in, in tune to our physical reality, that arc is basically a door, you know what I'm saying, or a portal to alternate dimensions and alternate um, perceptions as well. Indeed, so that's, indeed. that's in the center of that black, that, um, you know what I'm saying, that, that hyperbola. So, yeah, I know that that's kind of like, this is just the first part of it. Now, the second part is just uh, breaking down. Um, it was a question. It was um, some comments. Let me um, find That's deep because there were, um, back in the 50s when they would have, or back in the day, when they would have um, the football game, they UFOs and stuff would come from other dimensions. And then also I believe it was December it was a couple of months in Queens there was a vortex that was open. You know, so some people in, in the um back in December. Yep. Some people up north will know what I'm talking about. They blamed it on um a factory or something like that. Right. Claiming that a factory blew up, but that's another story. Um, uh, but also Elohi, I don't know if you remember that guy who actually stopped the um he was the reason his arrest was the reason why the um the shutdown had stopped. Because it, it seemed like it was the same as that day. He got arrested that morning and then it stopped at five o'clock that afternoon. Yeah, she talking about Trump boy. I think his name was Eric, something like that. Oh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, I saw, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know it was that day. Yeah. I didn't realize the day until I was doing the research, but that was the same day that dude. If I'm not mistaken, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then um, he actually pardoned Marcus Garvey. Right. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep. Okay. <laughs> you know. So, um, so yeah. Right. So, so, so well, I'm gonna go to the second part, I guess. Uh, okay. Cause I, you know, I know. You know, I, you know, the second part ain't gonna be too long. When I'm trying not to try not to break it up, it's gonna be abbreviated. But it is, it is some good information. First of all, 
when we're looking at life and our accessibility to what it is that we want or what we really want, what do most people really want out of life? Money, mm-hmm. happiness, that white picket fence, two and a half children, health, and a marriage. They should want health, too. I said um, that white picket fence, that white house, uh, uh-huh. two and a half, two and a half she children. Said the, no, no, no. She said the first two things she said was exactly what most people want. Yeah, of course, but, but, but that's not what we've been programmed with. <laughs> no, we ain't been programmed for no hell. No, we haven't. Nah, yeah. I like that to talk about. <laughs> I mean, too many people running back and forth to... Uh, to whatever right. it is externally defined to help, you know. Right. But like she said, money most in. people want money. Money, money. to make them happy and then they, with happiness. So money is a superficial thing that we think is going to make us happy. Right, But right. So we all want to basically, innately, we want to be happy. Even a baby, a baby or an infant who has no idea what money is, knows she wants to be, or she wants to be happy. You know right. what I'm saying? So it loves that hug. It loves them, Mama Gaga, you know, woo-hoo, all that, and then the baby. Right, that people boo. You know what I'm saying? That baby happy. Yeah. You don't know nothing about the other stuff. So happiness is equated also to success. Because when we we look at the word success, success basically means to accomplish a goal or a purpose. So success is the natural fulfillment of one's life purpose, their soul assignment. True success is not uh is not measured by, you know, a job or a title within the job or what car I'm driving to the job or, you know what I'm saying, my window in my office or how big my office is in my job, that's not true success. Um, true success is not, in general, from, from the metaphysical point of view, is not related to the rat race or the game of life that we play to get to certain positions by way of, of what we've been taught, that like I said, the American dream, that white picket fence and the green uh, grass and the big white house and all that, that's not true success. The true purpose of success or happiness is knowledge itself. You know what I'm saying? So basically, so what exactly is the, our purpose? Purpose is the reason why something, something or someone has been formed or created. So the purpose of the creation determines the success of the creative, undifferentiated energy matter that resides within that creation. So if the purpose of the formalization or the material aspect is not being utilized properly, then otherwise then it is diffused, misused, and confused energy. So what that means is like if we got a, a trumpet and it's sitting in the corner of a room it is not serving the purpose of creating energy that formed the trumpet. Okay. Therefore, the trumpet is not going to be successful because its purpose is what? To make music and not be on display. So, therefore, what's taking place in this reality is that we become frustrated and we think, we think that we're failing in life because most people haven't discovered what their true purpose is or their soul assignment. So, that, that being... The discovery of knowledge itself. You know what I'm saying? Knowledge itself is, is something that's not inherited. 
genetically is something was partially full knowledge itself is not genetic, is not inherited genetically. The who and what is obtained, that's what we see, you know what I'm saying? That's what we know through our personality. That's all left brain, you know, earth realm um, manifestation. The how and why, the metaphysical aspect was the astral realm, the right brain, the spiritual aspect versus the material. That's something that we learn through the initiative and the intuition of that said child or student by way of research and examination, cross-referencing, all that with um, ancestral information. Like I learned, you know what I'm saying, by way of Dr. Alim and a few other of the grandmasters that came through, you know what I'm saying, always go back to the ancestry information when we're looking at what's going on in front of us with the physical eye cross-referenced it with an analytical process, you know what I'm saying, by way, and that's by way of ancestral information, also what I, I call nature's law or the nature chain or nature matter being fused with permanent, you know what I'm saying, matter. So permanent means the realm of permanency resides in, in what is real, you know what I'm saying? So, like, something that's real is going to always be going, even if man ain't there. So, like, nature will always produce an apple tree, even if that man ain't there to plant that seed. Nature will produce that apple tree naturally. So, nature's thing, you know what I'm saying, is going to always exist, even if we ain't here, hmm. as, a, as far as physically, you know what I'm saying? So, if we are succeeding in life, then we need to practice and study what we are and how we are becoming successful by way of nature's law. But if we are failing in life or shortcoming, then we should study and start to see what laws or natural laws we are violating. So if if someone is not so successful in their life or we have a frustration, then there are certain things or certain laws of nature that we may be violating. Uh, for instance, you know, you, you can't really be judged by nature's law. You know, the laws of the world, we can't be judged by man's law because nature's law already judges us. Uh, like if you, we're talking about uh, like a man and woman having sex. If a man and woman lay down and have sex unprotected and they don't want to have child, a child, they might be uh, judged by nature's law to have a child. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, if you put your hand in fire, you get burned. So that's nature's law burning our hand. If I put a blindfold on and I walk in a house full of rooms and doors, I'm liable to bang my head on the wall or trip up over something and bust my head over because that's nature's law. So if we go against our natural instincts and our natural senses, then nature will judge us. You know what I'm saying? If we don't need a man outside of the, like in the judicial, judicial system to judge us, we should already know and police ourselves from the individual dual self supernal view before they even walk out. I fold off so they know where they step in and where they're going within their own self. So that would produce, you know, a uh, reality that's going to be inducive of them to be able to grow and be productive as well as this, you know, this grand unification of the higher and lower self is going to this. So, the laws are the same today as they were in so-called mosaic times with the mosaic laws. 
These are natural laws. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, don't touch the pig. It's an abomination. You know what I'm saying? Eat his own dupe all day. You eat his own dupe. Don't mess with it. You know, just like they say, don't lay with a a, a woman on the cycle because the blood is 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 a, their way of filtering or cleaning out. So why am I going to lay in the bed with a woman who has their the cycle going on? If I know they detox, and I'm going to lay down in the detox, you know, to get contaminated blood in, on me. So they also say don't, as far as mosaic law, don't have sex with a woman while they are going through the cycle, you know what I'm saying? But some of these laws, we do great, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, so, but again, the law judges us, you know what I'm saying? Can't really break nature's law, uh, nature's law breaks us, you know what I'm saying? But if we walk into, again, into an a, a area with blindfolds on, we liable to trip up on something. So take the blindfold off and see what we're doing. Um, so there we, we go into this this thing with, you know, this government that you could say is a problem, but the problem exists that within these governments, they insist that we do need to find a job. So when we seeking a job, what a job implies is learning a skill to operate inside of that particular occupation. Whereas work implies doing something such as an act of deed you know, that resonates with that said individual's life assignment or that, that said individual's um, purpose, like the soul assignment. So in Hebrew and Greek, the word ergon means to act. Also, it means to become, all right? The word ergon is the word for work. So when we look in... If we look in the Bible and we see uh, where the first instance or the first law that the so-called Hebrew God gave man was to work. And it states in, this is in Genesis uh, chapter 2, verse 15, it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden work it and take care of it. That's physically. That's what we see with our two eyes. You know what I'm saying? We say, you know, Lord God got... Adam, you know, he blew into his nostril. He took him in there, put him in the garden of Egypt, and he said, work these lands and take care of it. What that said to me, metaphysically, is man, the Lord God, took the mind, you know what I'm saying, or that unseen, undifferentiated energy matter, came in, took the mind of the higher self, you know, the spirit, the intelligence, and put it into the garden of Eden or put it into the earth, into the physical or the lower self to work it and to take care of it, to till it. Or to work it basically means to be the custodian of nature. So the mind of the African or the mind of the indigenous man was placed into the physical shell of the earth to be the custodian and taker of the planet earth. You know what I mean? In its experience. So as again, the word ergon means work also, but it also means to become. In, in, um, it also means completion or action. But when we look at the word experience, experience pertains to uh, the fact or state of having been affected by or gained knowledge through direct observation or participation. 
It also means the conscious events that make up an individual's life. So work or experience, again, experience is becoming. So work meaning to become, by way of the experience, what that is saying is when one has direct observation and is participating with their true intent, then they are becoming who they truly are. The sense, but like we say in the three-fifths, the hearing and the seeing is now been obstructed by way of all these external devices and different distractions in life in the illusionary aspect of life, then our true obtaining of who we are, the higher self or the higher intelligence, is somewhat delayed, but delayed don't mean denied, you know what I'm saying? So that's another purpose, you know, of what we were talking about tonight. The purpose ain't the reason, the reason ain't the purpose. So our true purpose is not what we are or have been led to believe, believe it is in some reality, you know what I'm saying? Some people think they're supposed to be uh, doctors, but then they get into, you know, four years in, they like, man, why the hell I go to school eight, 12 years to get this, you know, m- medical degree? I don't even like this. It's not what I want. I want to write or I, I want to dance, you know what I'm saying? So they're true because they was a dancer when they was four or five years old. It was all over the place, real good at it. That was an innate ability, something they were born with, something that they had access to within their own self, something that they didn't even really have to learn, or like a trade, you know what I'm saying? So again, work implies doing something, to act or a deed, and is in essence to become. Work means to become who and what we truly are by developing and nurturing their life assignment or soul purpose. So work is your gift, what we are formed to do, versus a job is a skill something that we were trained to do, you know what I'm saying? So we can get fired from a job or quit, you know, retire, do it and all that good stuff, but we can't get fired or quit or retire from a, a natural part of ourselves, you know what I mean? I ain't never seen a, a bird or, or something natural say I'm done with this flying shit, I'm going to lift my wings, you know what I'm saying? That ain't happening. The birds that naturally will always going to fly. That bird's going to naturally hibernate. You know, I don't see no birds that I, I ain't hibernating. This is the fuck this. I'm gonna stay out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they gonna go in that that cage and they gonna lay down and do what they do naturally. You know what I'm saying? So that taking place, what's going on is I I I, I wings are getting clipped. You know what I'm saying? So the wings get clipped unnaturally by an unnatural being. You know what I'm saying? So this when it's taking place, it may due to us naturally having the consciousness devices of sight and hearing available in the metaphysical sense, you know what I'm saying? So when, and this is another imperative point, when one is um, reaching or or accessing success or happiness, it is dependent on insight. So the deity Haru is the sixth sphere of the Kabbalistic tree, or that would be typical, I mean, in beauty, but of the tree of life, the Paternatir, is a root. So that represents heart, it represents fire, it represents the will, the, it represents the, um, the, the drive of man. It's the driving force of motivation in our daily actions. So that's that Peru aspect of heart, you know what I'm saying? The seat of power is judged by my eye, which sits at the fourth seat. 
know, so we got four and six, which equals ten. That's completion, one and zero. But four seat, my eye, represents synthesis, bringing all things back into a collective whole without separating it by way of the definition or categorizing it with the specific attribute as it is as it being separate from the whole. So the word my eye is phonetically similar to my eye or M A A which in Metanetta means to see or to have insight. So Ma'at resides within the fourth sphere of the tree of life of Pachamnesir, and it is the eighth sphere of Sebek. Sebek represents or expresses thoughts in a verbal format by way of hearing, and that's left brain. In contrast to the fourth sphere of Ma'at, which expresses thoughts or informs the, the self by way of visualization. All right, so that's seeing, that's a right brain function. So to know a definition is not necessarily to know the thing or the event that is being defined. So when we define certain things, we, we look at, for instance, the word um, kill. We define the word kill, it means cause death or uh, of a person, an animal, or a plant, or something, you know what I'm saying, We're killing an insect, or whatever, but when we synthesize it into a whole, and we, we're not just looking at it from the definitive, or the left brain, the logical sense, and we say creatively, through visualization, we can look at, uh, like, somebody dancing, and they out there, you know, like somebody doing something exceptional, so they on the dance floor, they dance, and we're like, damn, even she, they, they're killing it. Look at this. They're just doing it. Killing it. You know what I'm saying? So we can look at these words and we get a definition like the word nigger. Most people think nigger is a derogatory word, but when we do deeper research, we find that nigger actually means something of power. The word of power that means king or queen or god or goddess. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So the nagas, meaning wisdom, also meaning king or kingly. Is not a negative mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. connotation of something ignorant. It's actually a power word that brings forth and generates a sense of a bit, or a sense of pride, as well as um, a conscious connection of our ancestors to this day. By by saying, uh, you know, don't say the word, or or that why are you calling me a nigga, you know, what I'm saying that's negating that fact that our ancestors went through a whole experience of being the nigger or the naga to then be, you know, translated into a negative sense by way of what we call it the middle passage. The middle passage is a metaphysical application or a derivative that took that was taking place is is a is a tunnel of exchange of experience and from a higher state back to into a lower state via those custodians of unnature, not nature. So when they took and they replaced definition of what we had placed as Negro and Negro and placed it into a negative sense, it developed into what we have today as something that we are afraid of. So, you know, just like we're scared to go to hell and we're living in it, you know what I mean? So we think of hell is a place of fire and brimstone, and I have seen plenty of fire and brimstone right in front of me, you know what I'm saying? And then we, we activate this hell every day, but we're scared to die you know what I'm saying, or whatever we want to call it, death, interest, and emotion, due to the fact that a lot of people are looking at this, you know, this um, 
realm that has been embedded into our subconscious as being reality. And it ain't so, you know what I'm saying? There ain't never been no hell in none of the ancient uh, mystery systems or ancient literatures of what we would call religion or spiritual system. You know what I'm saying? It ain't never been no, no place like that to be known. You know what I'm saying? They would call it purgatory or something like that nowadays. Jehovah and Hades and all this, but this is just to really depict the mind or, or some fair element so that we'll be unknowing in that exchange or that middle passage as we do develop into a, a, the next exchange on to the next. But so as we as we go into uh, where was I was talking about uh, the fourth spirit and how when we define something, normally we, we define it by way of just the logical brain. So when we can synthesize those things, like uh, uh, my mom say I'm bullheaded, that don't mean I'm a bull, but when we synthesize that comment, and that's a hyperbole as well, when we synthesize that comment, what we're saying is I'm stubborn or, you know what I'm saying, I don't listen, you know, well, you know what I'm saying, so I'm bullheaded. So we utilize that animalistic nature and we use it with human nature, and that's another aspect of the state of the union or the state of unification. The separation of all the, of these different things, that's the Tibet quality or the HC. So some some things that we look at from that perspective, when we place them back together, it can be utilized properly in a more creative avenue of the right brain capability. And also as we look at the, the um, deity or the word Tibet, you know what I'm saying, is the A spirit his title was given to it, to that spear or that sephiroth by way of the Greco-Roman. And in that period of the Greco-Roman period, it was um, represented Mercury. So it, it was also entitled Sebeku by ancient ancestors of, of Kemet or Africa. So Sebeku or Sebek being representing Mercury, Mercury was noted as being the messenger of the gods. So this correlates to the language verbalizing centers of Braca and Wernke on the left hemisphere. So when we also note that verbal thinking is the process of placing into verbal form what is imaged or felt or what is known non-verbal. So in essence, the Sebek faculty or Mercury translates and transmutes non-verbal messages into words. But Mercury also represents Hermes Trismegistus, who was the one who transmutes or is that develops the alchemical expression of as above, so below. And that whole expression is basically um, pertaining to how we take in the unseen um, cosmic energy and develop into this physical reality. You know what I'm saying? So the last statement, the last stanza of, of that um, quote in and the Emerald Tablet states that uh, uh, I, I think it says, I am, uh, hence I am um, thrice great as Hermes, and I, I have uh, all three parts of the wisdom of the universe. And therefore, what it says, yeah, it says, therefore I am called Hermes thrice greatest, and I have all three parts of the wisdom of the universe, hence I have explained the operation of the sun. You know what I'm saying? Not just talking about Ra. Or, or the sun that we see, we're talking about the hidden sun, Amin-Ra, and Aten-Ra, or, you know what I'm saying, that the circle and um, the dot. 
we'll get into that too. The circle, circle, dot, dot, dot. Y'all remember that? Now I got my cootie shot. You know what I'm saying? What did we talk about with the cootie? The cootie or hulu cootie? Cootie is both sides. So two sides. He meaning dual and coo meaning light or whatnot. So the light, the dual light. You know what I'm saying? But hulukuti. You know, so the Uh, so when the transmutation of the normal flows into words, names, definitions, and the logical activities are are in concert. When these names and definitions are in concert or they are balanced, then the ma'at reality or the way is open. You know what I'm saying? The ma'at is the, is the balancing of the energy by way of or the opposite of four is eight. So we have Ma'at being Chasad or Ma'at, the fourth sephra. Then the fourth sephra is Ma'at meaning balance or harmony. You know, going into Ma'at actually, or Ma'ati means um, to balance both sides. You know what I'm saying? To balance duality. So when we balance duality, the way is open. And the way being, um, is the, the way is open for basically the hidden life, the intelligence to express potential to our career, you know, marriage, success, and then, you know, basically happy part of our life. So our life, um, our life purpose or our soul assignment is of being advanced or being uplifted and, and uh, elevated. And, you know, so the subject faculty also gives us the ability to separate and categorize parts of whole of a whole or members of a group on the premises of what the external attribute may seem to be. So that's that's cool and that's good due to our ability of looking at an event or thing and being able to distinguish its parts and boxes and its function. So, you know, like if we go into an event like it might be a party and we can notice the green thumb out of it or we can you know, oh that that person right there, they know what they 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 doing with this uh this planting of the seed, or we can know the bad seed. You know, like, oh, got to stay away from that guy right there or that girl right there. Because, you know, that's being able to separate person, place, and things within an event. But in the same breath, that being good, you know, to be able to distinguish the parts of a process, like a clock, you take the clock apart, all the intricate pieces of a clock, you know what I'm saying, that's on the wall, and you see the, how it's processing and how it does apply to how it works. But on the other hand, when we separate events and things into different bubbles of reality based on its superficial value, it also causes or triggers what we now have in societies throughout the world who are bent on destruction and chaos due to verbal thinking and the definitions and names being of obstruction or blocking the acquisition of what the, the true interface of what is pertaining by way of the hidden light of the intelligence or that information, the true interface of that information coming in by way of synthesizing the things and the adherence that are here to that seeing the bad seed and we seeing the good seed, you know what I'm saying? You gotta remember the whole is the part. Not to get caught up on those noticed it and yeah separate it, then put it back together. So the thinking process 
superimposed the definition of formulas that have been fed to us by way of indoctrination. So even when the definitions are beneficial and correct, there's still a process of substituting those symbols that imitate reality for the true reality that's there itself. So it's in truth to know the reality, the thinking process needs to be still. That was where the meditation comes into place. We cut off critical thinking or we cut off problem solving. It's the frontal lobes that access is part of problem solving and critical thinking, which is important. You know what I'm saying? But when we go into meditation, it steals the mind and we we're not going to stop thinking, but it slows down all those different thoughts that we are confused with and been pretty much bombarded with throughout the day so that those, the access of our truth, our inheritance can actually flow through those, those short waves on there. But the book that we y'all was talking about the other day, um, basically we got high frequency that when flowing down, probably high frequencies are equivalent to the hidden light of the intelligence or the, you know, the why or the information or why life was in photonic energy, solaric energy, galactical energy, well as cosmic energy. So as it flows down, it's on a higher frequency than low frequency astromagnetic fields and things within our circumference of this environment of reality. So basically when we have low frequency, we have uh, long wavelengths. So a lot of information is getting those long waves. It's like playing a low note on the piano. Boom. So that low note goes on for a longer distance. So a lot of information when it's in that extra low frequency, it can be infiltrated, processing uh, our true nature or our DNA, you know, within the genetic. So basically when we have Electrons, protons, and, and neutrons uh, actually go into the right information, will go into the cellular aspect of the properly, and therefore gaining that uh, accessibility to um, our, our life assignment or our purpose in life and our soul assignment. You know what I'm saying? So that deep breathing, the meditation, and stilling the mind from all those different um, verbal, those verbal, that verbal thinking or that overthinking, those, you know, what the conversations we have, that, you know, the dialogue that we have in our brain all through the day can actually confuse us and, and cause a dilemma or a delay in the process of that DNA or that state of union, that semi-twice. So um, before... Um, my eye or hand or harmony balance, you know what I'm saying, can take place to receive this success or happiness. Um, and we must, or basically before that happens, we have to have intuitive insight and also connect the creative verbal thinking together to reconcile the two opposing, the complementary dualities into that one, that state of the moon. So this is the goal that we are all looking for. This goal is accomplished by absorbing knowledge, utilizing both intellect, left brain physical activities, like verbal thinking and intuition, right brain metaphysical activities, such as insight, intuitive nature. And this will assist in transcending limitations of the five basic human systems. 
So the main goal of all the inhabitants of ancient civilizations was to reach or return to the personification of Godhead or Arisha, the Tiri. In essence, to obtain knowledge itself. Basically. Ultimately, knowledge itself is the realization of unity and multiplicity and multiplicity in the unity of the universe. So in the ancient traditions, Ra represented the unseen or represented the unseen primeval cosmic creative forces of the seen manifested physical reality. So that goes back to Abram, basically Abram. Knowledge of self is the realization of unity in the multiplicity and multiplicity in the unity of universe. That rock energy, the primeval cosmic creative force energy that's on high, that exalted realm, then manipulates the energy properly and formulates the physical reality to what it should be. And one of the one of the other symbols of Ra is, of course, the circle with the dot in it. So that circle, circle, dot, dot, dot. So the circle with the dot or point in the center, it represents symbolically uh, the solar deity we call the sun, but it also represents both ends of the alchemical spiritual path where the center equals uh, the cause or nothingness, the immature reality, the metaphysical reality, and the diameter or the circumference outside of it, it equals the effect, the manifestation, the material, the physical scene reality. But this also is a mirror uh, from the cosmic nature of the sun into the biological animal human nature of the collective by way of the molecular atomic cellular organization of life on the planetary level when pertaining to the function of the cell, meaning the as well as receive the information and then the knowledge itself or the cell, knowledge the cell, cell or the soul, the light, the information, the spirit of God is able to express itself externally as well. So that's and then the dot within it, the point, you know what I'm saying? What is the point? That point is the vortex where it also relates to the cellular organization of life on the planetary level from the cosmic nature as it trickles down into the environmental nature by way of fire, air, water, and earth, and then goes into the, um, the animal nature where we have the animals floating around, you know what I'm saying, doing what they do, and then it flows over into um, the ancestral nature as we bring in the intelligence and, you know, animals can come back as back as animals as well, but all that's flowing down into the human nature and biology or as far as cosmically or cosmogony and cosmology is concerned as well as astrology as it flows down through those cosmic energies, it goes into inevitably or inevitably it flows into the inner new world through a DNA basically or to the cell and it, as the old expression in mystical systems is what is empty is full and what is full is empty. So they say, as we know, 99.9999% of, you know, DNA is junk DNA is what they say. So that just that emptiness or whatever is now being full 
with light. That darkness, so to speak, is being full with light so that the DNA can wake up. You know, it's like a alarm clock. It's the sun hitting that dark side and saying, okay, here I Oh, that's where I'm supposed to be going or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's to achieve the state of unification where one has obtained success or found the purpose of knowledge the way or the purpose by way of knowledge itself, we must put the pieces back together and that's like yoga, you know what I'm saying? To tie back is basically the word religion, the God Latin for the tie and read back. So to tie back or yoke. So that's yoga. To me twice. You know what I'm saying? Um, the unification of the two lands. So to accomplish this goal, we must study, know, and then realize through application as well as experience of, you know, becoming the essence of creation, namely by way of direct of dualism of the two parts. So there are numerous of, of accounts of, of that we know is this polarized state, like man and woman, I, even negative, positive, up and down, hot, cold, fire, water, you know, yes, no, all these represent polarities or dualities. Each pair is different, yet they are the basic same principle within that polar state. In each respect, or each, uh, in each in each aspect, they respect and participate with that same nature of unity as well as duality. So we got a light switch, we're on and off, it's still a light switch, you know, so we got a temperature gauge or a thermometer with high cold on it, that two gauges is still a thermometer. You know, we have energies or elements in the environment like fire and water or air and earth that still elements within, you know what I'm saying? So those polarities or those different energies that may oppose each other actually correspond and complement each other as well. All right, so the principle of duality is also uncovered in our perception of the universe. So as we view the universe, we see the physical, and then we see that the senses, as far as we can look at the galaxy, the solar systems, the stars, comets, meteors, and all that, so on and so on, and we notice that that's the dark energy and dark matter that we may not be attuned to because it doesn't exist in our visual, but it is there and it is because it may be like in, outside of the frequency of what we can see, you know, stand or touch or smell or whatever, but those frequencies are still there, they're just at a high vibration. There is no true separation between the physical state and the physical state. They both coincide together. You can't have one without the other. But seeing uh, the matter as it's formed into the energy or coagulated, like we were saying earlier, is that's that's basically what we see. We see matter on this the third dimension or third density. We see the density form of energy, which would be matter. So in this matrix of energy that resides within all of the universe or whatever, still organized into what is what is called. I see a problem. The problem is is basically creation on the step down. So when creation takes place by the consciousness, it absorbs the level above it. So each time something is created, it absorbs the level that was there above it so that it can maintain 
and also harmonize that level below it. Basically, if you're looking at the tree of life, you know what I'm saying, or the Pythonia says, you have all these different spheres or cycles that rise. So if we have Osir at the top, and we have Malkuth at the bottom, which will be the manifestation, and Asir, or Asiru will be the creative force. The manifestation, when it moves up to um, the side where I say steep, or uh, your side being um, the foundation, it's going to absorb the, the manifestation so it can maintain the manifestation by way of the energy of rod that's at the top. So a, a defining, a theophany is basically, again, creation by the consciousness of the level of energy above it. So each time creation takes place, is the consciousness of the level above it is going to mediate and bring up next to the level below it. And when we meditate or we self-contemplate or meditate on each stage in its absorption, it brings into an awareness within ourselves. So like with that tree of life thing, you go through a meditation on each sphere or each step up, you know what I'm saying? And it brings into one's being the awareness of who and what that last, the last state was or that last thing. And it harmonizes within oneself the true inheritance of what they're capable of. Basically, it's unifying, you know, by way of um, power words or, or just meditating on that symbol and that, you know, the attributes within that symbol to um, bring about the exchange of energy within the DNA through powerful words and symbols, as well as colors. There's all types of stuff inside of that that are traditional meditation as well as guided meditation and mindful because it's all that three aspects within that within that on process, you know what I'm saying? So when those hierarchy of energy are set into a mode of, of deep interface, you know what I'm saying, by way of natural laws, both physical and metaphysical, then the purpose of life or our soul um, intention or our soul assignment is able to come forth and then show itself or show its true light. And um, so this, this grand unification or the state of the union, the lower self and the higher self, the pure one must progress in the reverse sequence of creation. So in essence, the soul's progress on this path is an upward movement from the sphere of the separated manifested created world being uh, Gail or Maku. And then reassembling all the pieces of that great puzzle into one unit again, or what we call the form of singularity, the causal. And this, this is the, the thing that permeates most, in, and if not all, ancient and present mystical systems. The symbolic time or uniting of the opposing forces or the heroes, gemios, sacred marriage, semi-twai, uniting of the two lands. At the merging, the, uh, is now balanced. So those two lands are now balanced. The polarities become one. And when these opposites are reconciled through intellectual and intuition, the indivisible dual self becomes complete. Union uh, is two and eight. Transcend 
the boundaries of the ordinary human life, and then acquires an immense amount of potential energy and life force that corresponds to obtaining one's life purpose and succeeding in finding happiness and completing their soul assignment. Right, because basically, what is success? Success is um, a, an accom- is accomplishing a goal and completing something. So when those aspects are put together, those two aspects of higher and lower self, one obtains their life purpose because of things of ancient of our ancient traditions, brothers and sisters. One of the main things was to reconcile lower and higher self to obtain the true nature or the Godhead, the Risha, you know, so the material from the high priest all the way to the Mexican panhandler on the side of the street. That was the main goal of, of our ancient brothers and sisters. So the mystical aspiring discovers that dual nature of a thing and that thing itself and notices that the two are in essence one. And this is basically again the state of the human. Get that. That's uh that's all I got for you. <laughs> that was that was that's, uh, in a nutshell. Um, right, right. How I looked at it from a metaphysical perspective. You know what I'm saying? All right. Let's see if we got any questions, Zach, before we head out. Uh, let me see. Great job, God. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah, good thing. Also, too, while Eileen's looking for some questions, this is what yeah. I made Uh-oh. Yeah, for Brother Jose. Ain't that sad? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a one-of-a-kind that's piece. That's nice right there. I'm just going to see if it's long enough on your wrist, God. You better get it. <laughs> It's a custom-made jump. All you got to do just the fasteners. Yeah. Is that hot? It's hot. So this is a Hawkeye, and then these are hematite. Yeah. And then it's got that copper vibration. Who the God going love this? Well, so uh, Brother Yoel, um, Yoel, he um, said that moving meditation is good. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you want to speak on um, that moving meditation act? I was hoping we could do that on Thursday. But oh, we want to say thank you so much for the super chat. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's good. Um, but yeah, moving meditation is, it, uh, is equivalent to basically Qigong, you know. So we, we uh, when we perform that or demonstrate and, you know, participate with that, it, what's happening in movement meditation is the mind is mindful, of course, we're mindful of our actions, and, but it also develops different arenas of um, connectivity within the fascia. So the fascia being the, the threads that hold the physical body together, and that movement meditation or qigong, what takes place is basically it's, it's different aspects of qigong. You have uh, scholarly qigong, you have uh, you know, um, medicinal type of Qigong. Right, medical you have, Qigong. Mm-hmm. Um, you have martial Qigong, and you have um, the enlightenment type of Qigong or Nagong. So with the with the martial, you know, it's harder. You know, you're going to tighten up the fascia a little bit more so. I even hold something in the, in the grips of the hand. Some people do 
you know, men might put a brick or wrap around the testicle. Mm-hmm. Women might tie uh, stones around the breast, you know what I'm saying? But this enhances the strength of the physical vasture, but also enhances the lungs of the woman and also the gonads or the testicles and, and semen uh, productivity of the male by hanging these stones from the testicle. That's just one aspect of, of a harder form of Qigong and moving, and moving meditation. But then we would go into this, like the medicinal or the medicinal side of it, um, removing the energy within the body and the pasture, which is connected to and forms all the tissue. So we go from, you know, from muscle tendons and ligaments into the organ system. So the organ system is going to be enhanced and also um, going to help purge or purify different um Say, for instance, if someone has a, a blockage in the gallbladder region and they're wondering why they got, you know, hip pains or, or whatnot, because the meridian system of the gallbladder resides within, within um, the, the left and right side of the hip. So you may, someone may get some pains in the hips or in the knee or something, and they might not represent it as or, or see it as so a problem in their gallbladder, but if they just doing the exercise that's generate energy into the gallbladder, say for instance, um, one of the semitwai or one of the two guns that raise one hand above the head and one is like right below, the left hand will be above the head and the right hand will be right there at the waist, and you press down with one going with the hand going up, and you press will press down with the uh, left hand. Well, up with the left hand and down with the right hand. So moving that energy right there and having the knowledge, you know, knowledge is basically is key, of course, and then moving that energy because that, that's the application. Knowing it's half the battle. So knowing then actually moving it will make alleviate the blockage in that gallbladder region because the gallbladder is right there located on the right hand side above the, you know, above the liver. So when you pressing down and breathing out, breathing out excess toxicity like carbon dioxide, lactic acid, uric acid, or maybe even calcium, the excess of calcium. It could be anything that's in the body causing those pains. And then by putting the good elements in and you know being consistent, uh, it eventually could alleviate those issues. I know from experience, you know, I I speak from experience, you know, in all things. You know, so in the healing aspect, I've learned that, uh, like you said, moving meditation is very powerful. It can uh, alleviate certain issues, but it also strengthens and prevents things from happening. You know, staying in, in concert or being or utilizing those uh, modalities on a day-to-day, you know what I'm saying? I, I meditate. I try to meditate every day in one way or fashion or form. It's not just, uh, you know, a sitting meditation, then it's going to be some chi contact Yoga is very meditative, you know what I'm saying? Just sitting down eating, for me, is meditative. You know, <laughs> Dr. Lee and myself went out to eat, you know, a couple of times, and you look at me like, what, what you doing? How are you praying? <laughs> but, you know, You're so quiet. Uh... You're just chewing and quiet. <laughs> you didn't like talking. Yeah, you yeah, don't like talking. <laughs> yeah, you don't like talking while eating now. Ain't no, ain't no conversation going on. You got you got to wait. You got to wait in between the chews or either afterwards. 
Uh, uh, basically, uh, oh yeah, uh, email. I mean, oh, talking about uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Black Water. That's B L A K Water. Um, Med Magician. M E T A hyphen M A G I hyphen S H E N. Black Water Med Magician. Well, y'all make sure y'all like and subscribe. Um, also, Two Family, we forgot to do the, the affirmation that we always do well, together. We ain't going to forget tonight. <laughs> but also, we got in May coming up. Okay. So this is March. And then two months later, May, we will be going to the Adam County, Ohio Mounds. It is the Serpent Mound. Mm-hmm. All right? We will be going to the Serpent Mound. All right. You definitely want to keep in contact with that. We will have more information on our calendar of events on DrAlinaBay.com. And then September. Come on. <laughs> All right. We're going to cruise with you. Yeah. We're excited about that. And we will be stopping at all the pyramids and the mounds that we can see so we can do our rituals together on them and enhance our DNA and our melanin. I am so excited about this. The more people that come, um, then the, it's, the cheaper it is for everybody. Look, we're hitting up Honduras. Mm-hmm. We're hitting up Mexico. Okay. All right? Cozumel. Right. Cozumel, um, Porto, uh, Costa, Maya, Ruins, Pyramids. Together, y'all. Right? We're hitting up <laughs> Coba. Ain't going to be climbing the pyramids. Oh, we going to that underwater um, pyramid. Well, we might go to that one. <laughs> that one is a replica. You know what I'm saying? So oh, okay. they, they put it there. It, it ain't, you know. Y'all, that's fat, though. Yeah, yeah. It's fat to think about but that. But it's in conflict with the one where you climb the pyramid and but, then go to the beach. Right. We're still on. debating on, on, on that one. But don't worry. We'll get it straight by then. But these are definitely some of the pyramids. And matter of fact, at um, one of the pyramid sites. We're talking about over 200 mounds and pyramids. Is that just one of them? All right. This is at just one. All right. We also thought about going to Chesanisa. We haven't been to Chesanisa. Um, my wife and I went in 2007. Was the last. So that's 12 years ago, the last time that we went to Chesanisa. All right. Uh, um, it's a joke called chicken and pizza. No, it's not chicken that's, and pizza. That's disrespect. That's what it is. Right, right. It's not chicken and pizza. You know, it's Chesanisa. All right, but anyway, um, so that is going to be um, September the 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, what is it? Yeah. 31st, no, 30th, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and be coming on the 5th. So it's seven days. Seven days crew. Okay. All right, seven Ooh. days. Yeah, we want to do that. We want to do that. All right, so continuing now. Continuing now for for days, days, weeks, months, months and years to come. come. Moving towards our most cherished goals of health, wealth, knowledge of ourselves, enlightenment, and happiness, and full contentment. Full contentment. Every action, enterprise, and endeavor we wish wish to be involved is bringing increasing reward. We have so much abundance and success in our life that we're able to help and share with those who are sincere along the way. We're moving closer to the oneness of God and goddess and the full release of our higher, higher self. Peace. We out, y'all. Peace, fam. We love you. Peace. Peace, God.
Scott, did you want to say anything else? Oh, just peace. Salute. 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 Namastan. Peace. Peace. Good job, yep. baby. Good job, God. So, um, so Thursday we can probably do a live where we're doing Chachi and Qigong together. Oh, true. Up mm-hmm. in the spot.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 